All right. On today's episode, we have Chad Durfee. Now, Chad is a creator of Referral Accelerator Mastery Program. He's a CEO of Revenue Pros, and he's one of the founders of LeadPath, which is a cutting-edge software that solves many of the common attribution issues most other referral platforms fail to address. And I demoed it. It's awesome, and I can't wait to share it with you. But today, we're also going to be focused on maximizing strategic partnerships for your business. And with the system in place, we're going to explain to you, you have the ability to optimize your database for referrals and retention while creating what Chad refers to as a perpetual growth machine in your business. And who doesn't want that? In its essence, it's working smarter, not harder. And the insights today are going to hopefully open your eyes to easily find new partnership opportunities to help scale your affiliate program as well as your business. So let's get into it. Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. So get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. Before we get into the episode, make sure to visit PartnerUpProfits.com to get access to my library of systems, tools, templates, and courses to help you and your teams level up in affiliate and influencer marketing strategies. The Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing is the go-to resource for making sense of how to profitably start, build, and scale an influencer marketing program, and it's got over two hours of free video lessons along with a resource guide. And I'm constantly adding new things to make your life easier with plug-and-play tools and templates, and it doesn't stop at influencer marketing. So if you like done-for-you systems and free stuff, then be sure to go to PartnerUpProfits.com and join the community today. All right, Chad, welcome to the Partner Up Profits podcast show. I'm excited for you to be here today. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Appreciate it. What's something you know unique about yourself that not many people know? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I would say I've got two kids and we are massive college football and basketball fans. So not a lot of people know that side. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even know, but uh, what age are your kids? My uh, son is 14 and he's a little budding quarterback stud and my daughter is 11. Okay. You're way ahead of the curve on me. I have a three-year-old and a six-month-old as of today. <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> a little bit. They're kind of self-sufficient now, which is nice. So I was reading up on some of your sites and some interesting facts that came across. Over 75% of all real estate transactions still originate from referrals and repeat business. And even if you have nothing to do with you know, real estate on this podcast, because we typically talk about direct response affiliates and influencers and podcasts, that's still a shocking stat that we can leverage for today's podcast episode. So the other thing too was, you know, Chad's not just a, a coach who doesn't get results, which is there's no shortage of them out there. But some of your clients, I was just cherry picking a few client testimonials here, 77,000 in the first two weeks of working with you. Another one collected over 150K in referral revenue in their second month. And some people are claiming of 10X in their whole business around the strategies that you teach in some of the coaching programs you have. So I want to dive into all that stuff. Today, we're going to talk about how to get more affiliates and intros and JVs by leveraging uh, Chad's strategic partnership methods, as well as getting more accurate with attribution. Attribution is a big thing um, you know, across the board when it comes to sales in general, but also just the scarcity over uh, abundance mentality. So people not wanting to really pay affiliates. I think you and I are on the same page. I want to pay my affiliates. I want them referring me more people. So we're going to sure. talk about those two pain points um, in today's episode. So work smarter, not harder. Before we get into it though, what's your story? What's your background? How did you get into all this world? 
Yeah, good question. So I actually, uh, right out of college, I got my degrees in um, history, Spanish, and psychology. I ended up being a high school teacher for a while because that's everything that my family, you know, they were all teachers. Went from that into uh, car sales because teachers don't get paid anything if you know anything about teachers. And then the car sales kind of opened my eyes to what was available in like the uh, high ticket sales world. And then from there, dove into real estate and mortgages and high-end banking and then kind of fell into the coaching space maybe 10 years ago and, uh, you know, started my own businesses and, and kind of growing from that. That's awesome. I love that you have the sales background and then you come into a traditional affiliate style e-com world, maybe where you can apply those same strategies and tactics in, in this whole wacky world of, you know, direct response and, and people online with selling high ticket stuff too. I want to niche down today's episode a little bit because the people that are listening to the episodes are typically people working with influencers, podcasters, JV affiliates, traditional people with email lists and things like that. So here's the avatar I was thinking of as a backdrop for us. Somebody with an e-com brand or a product in the health and fitness space, they're working with email affiliates. Like I said, they have influencers, YouTubers, podcast affiliates, and you know social affiliates on Instagram, TikTok, whatever other ways they're using to monetize and make sales in their business from those affiliates making those conversion sales for them. So with that as the backdrop, um, they already know about affiliates maybe, but they're not leveraging the optimal strategies on how to use those affiliates to get more affiliates or just maximizing those current affiliate relationships. So that's our backdrop, if that's okay with you. I can start some questions uh, around that uh, particular avatar. Yeah, I think that's fine. So let's talk about partnerships in general and focus on affiliate partners who can drive money to your business and get a cut of profits. So that's typically what we're talking about when it comes to affiliate marketing. What are the mistakes you see people making um, just when it comes to referral programs, whether it's influencers, direct response, or just even real estate people looking for more client referrals? Yeah, I, it's a kind of a loaded question because there's a lot. So let me maybe try and kind of parse through it a little bit because I think oftentimes in business, we're taught that there are like two predominant ways of getting leads, right? It's, it's either organic kind of social media stuff or it's like paid advertising. Both are awesome ways, uh, but there's like this $6 trillion industry in the middle that is referrals. And there's multiple kinds of referrals. You have uh, strategic partnerships, which are more on the B2B side. That's kind of referrals on steroids. A lot of people call that business to business referrals. And then you have client referrals. Uh, we work with both, but specifically uh, the strategic partnerships, those affiliate, uh, you know, JV you know, uh, business referral partners, if you will. And the biggest mistakes that we usually see with those is just the overall lack of intention that people put into those, to those streams of, of business, right? There's so much that goes into the paid advertising and so much that goes into the building the social media channels, but there's not nearly as much intention or tracking or strategy around that affiliate kind of uh, strategic partner side. Uh, and then you mentioned it a little bit in the beginning. I think a lot of people are afraid to pay their affiliate strategic partners, referral partners that could even be clients and referrals, be it B2C or B2B are the same as ads in social media. It's pay to play. The, the difference is you pay after you get the deal versus before you get the deal, which is super nice because it's guaranteed business. Yeah. And that's one thing that I was talking with one of my colleagues about just in re regards to partnership marketing, it's a performance marketing play where oftentimes it's, it's just, it's easy money. Like it's a no, it's a no lose situation uh, when it comes to referrals that are, are structured the right way. But I do, I do believe that paying people more <laughs> is a better incentive than paying people less. And it might sound like the obvious, sure. but everyone's willing to do that. What opportunities, like what are instant opportunities when you walk into a business, like, you know, a new business that is looking for your services, what's one thing that you typically see that you can just automatically upgrade in their business? 
Yeah, well, they all know people who could be partners. Like they already have those connections. Like everybody that's listening to this could probably go out this month through their warm connections and arrange five to 10 partnerships that could be super lucrative for them. And so they're missing those opportunities right off the bat because they're not aware of it. So there's, especially with new businesses, it's just a complete lack of awareness. Here's maybe an interesting statistic for most of the people listening to this. There are currently over 30 million businesses in the US alone. And only 3% of those are making more than seven figures annually. And of those 3%, over 80% use strategic partnerships to some degree. The 20 or the 97% that are making less than a million, less than 10% of those use strategic partnerships. So all the ones that are scaling and growing are using strategic partnerships to some degree because they're faster and easier than building a social media following and they're cheaper than paid ads in the long run. So there's immediate opportunities for most new businesses when you come in and just start to look at kind of like who they know that are also working with similar types of clients that could very easily be funneling them right to their business every week, every month. Yeah, that's an interesting fact and kind of shocking, <laughs> to be honest. Like, yeah. Now, okay, so you said strategic partnerships, and we all use different terms to describe different paths of partnerships. Whenever you say strategic partnerships, when it comes to the online e-com health and fitness brands, how do you break those down into? Are you talking like just affiliate JV partnerships? Are you talking like influencers or across the board? Well, yeah, so good. So let's, let's define it a little bit. So strategic partnerships are kind of like the overarching theme. You're par partnering with another business owner and strategically referring business or, you know, giving or getting business. Oftentimes in the coaching agency space, they're called JVs um, and those, and then you hear affiliate. The big difference for me between affiliate and JV or strategic partner Affiliate oftentimes is a little bit more mercenary. They're maybe running ads for your offer. They're 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 out there on ClickBank taking your offer and then selling your offer, but they're not necessarily selling it to their audience per se. Uh, whereas a JV or, or or true strategic partner, they are selling to their audience. So they already have built the audience. They care about the audience. Like for them, it's not so much about the the payment that they're going to get the commission, which is important. But it's also important that you have a good impact, right? Because you, you, they've got a reputation built with their clients already. And so it's a lot, you know, there are a lot higher quality leads than what you might get, say, from an affiliate that's just running ads to your offer. Yeah, I totally hear that. And I think that in today's modern age, as the affiliate world continues to evolve, those relationship built partnerships are very important because influencers, as an example, content creators, they're people that aren't looking just to make another buck. They're looking for things of ethical, like, partnerships and, and things that are going to sustain time over just making the next dollar tomorrow where people could have a faceless Facebook ad <laughs> that nobody knows who they are and they're still monetizing your offer. But it, it leads something else I'm going to bring up later um, as, as part of this conversation, because I love the idea of JVs and leveraging people in your network already that can refer you more business. And that's why I think it's even more powerful to have those relationships built as opposed to just chasing people that can make you money um, that don't necessarily have a personality behind their brand. So let's move on to like what works with strategic partnerships, revenue pros or rev pros in short, is <laughs> your company. Talk, talk us through exactly, you know, who's working with you on a regular basis, who's a perfect fit for that and what you're doing with these partnerships uh, or sorry, with these clients that you're coaching and kind of optimizing um, their, their levels of monetization through affiliates. Yeah, sure. So that's a great question. Um, so let me, let me first of all, set context for why it's so important to be looking for the strategic partnerships, because lots of people are out there on social media or they're running ads and they're, they're spending time trying to get a client, right? So they're going, you know, business to client, which is great. But if, you know, if you spend your 10 hours getting 10 clients, then you get those 10 clients every month. If you spend those 10 hours getting 10 partners or affiliates 
each one of those can continue sending you 10 clients a month, right? So you can scale a lot faster by having those partnerships built. So as far as what Revenue Pros will do for our clients, we're, we're kind of a pseudo coaching company, pseudo agency. So it's a mixture of one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching, group coaching, and some done-for-you agency work. So I, I guess best way to sh show it is roadmap. When somebody comes in the door, uh, by day one, we've already identified 15 to 50 of the most lucrative partnership opportunities for that client. Uh, it could be a fitness, prof high ticket fitness professional. It could be an e-com uh, person selling apparel or products. It could be uh, an agency that's working with clients. The cool part about strategic partnerships is it can work for almost anybody, no matter what you sell or do. Uh, ideally services, it seems to fit, you know, there's, there's a very high ceiling for service provided or service-based businesses, but it could work for anybody. So right away, we identify who those partnerships are. And when I say partnership opportunities, those are other businesses who are currently in a similar or different niche that are working directly with your ideal client, but who aren't direct competitors. Right. And so there's an opportunity there to either receive inflow, you're right, because there's upstream partners. These are the ones that send you business and there's downstream partners. Those are the ones you send your business to. And they can be synergistic. You, you can meet in the middle, but they don't have to be. And so... You know, we really want to help our clients create what we call the 12 by 12. And that's having 12 awesome upstream partners, like five-star upstream partners that are sending you business every single week. And it's having 12 really great downstream partners that you're sending the outflow to. So you got your inflow and then you got your outflow and you're making money on both ends of that. Uh, one, you're doing all this, the, the fulfillment, uh, but you get a bigger piece of the pie. On the other end, you don't do any fulfillment, but you still get a piece of the pie. Um, so we identify who those other business types are. And then our team actually writes all the copy, all the, you know, the SMS and email correspondence. We find them, we reach out to them, and then we book them onto our clients' calendars. And then we teach our clients how to close them once they're on the calendar. And so it's usually about a 30 to 90 day process. Uh, we can get them in and have the entire system built, bolted on and have multiple partners already in the door for them. Um, and then from that point, if they want us to continue providing that service, then there's a small retainer that we charge and we just can keep doing it for them or we can help them hire and train somebody to run the initiative, you know, outside of us. Nice. Who who would qualify to be a great um, fit for this program? Uh, as a client, yeah, definitely. So high ticket fitness professionals, uh, agencies, uh, I would say e-com brands that, that work with high-end uh, services. So an example of that is currently we're working with a uh, fitness clothing brand. And so they, they, they do really specific clothing for, you know, fitness professionals who maybe have slightly different dimensions than the average person, but still want to wear like the tight fit clothes and tight fit suits and they don't, but they don't want to pay all the money to go get them tailored. Right. So, uh, they're selling something like that. And so we're able to find high ticket fitness professionals who are working with those types of clients who are amazing referral partners for that particular uh, apparel brand. Um, so that's one example, you know, supplements is another example it is a great way. A lot of people will sell supplements, but they're not selling high ticket coaching on the back end of those supplements. And so you can find those high ticket coaches on the back end who can then, you know, refer your supplements and, or, you know, you, you, they can refer their clients to you for those supplements or your clients can ascend into their coaching programs. And then you get your back end cuts on a much bigger piece of pie. Right. So maybe I'm selling a hundred dollar supplement package, but then that person ends up getting an introduction to our fit pro who then buys a $5,000 fitness pot package. And now I make a thousand bucks. I love that. I, I, the word that I usually kind of associate to that is because uh, you, you mentioned like going after brands that aren't necessarily compete. So whenever I thought about for us as, a, as an optimization company of supplements, when it comes to optimizing your health, 
I'm looking for people that are also optimizing their health in different ways. So I'm not going to go after someone else that has the exact same product as me, but who else is selling a similar product, a harmonized product that I can team up with. So like I think blue light blocking glasses, people into that yeah, are in great one. So it's like, it's those examples. And I like that your team's identifying that, providing the roadmap to that to happen. Typically, how long does it take for the clients to actually see some return from these relationships in general? Yeah, 30 to 60 days. Yeah. So from the time that they start with us, but we have a, a really solid process with like when they actually land a new partner, we have that new partner referring them within the first couple of weeks. So once you get a partner, you're seeing returns from that typically in the first 30 days. Nice. And I, yeah. I like the idea of the high ticket coaching because obviously I've got stuff in the background and that is a natural fit. It's it's like what other programs can we you know adopt into our ecosystem that we don't have to necessarily uh, create. I don't want to create more things. I want to leverage more opportunities around me. So that's that's a really interesting one. Well, that's it. I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because oftentimes most businesses, like when I'm thinking about like my downstream, the people that I'm referring my clients to, you know, I could at some point get certified or get the expertise or build that onto my offer. But number one, do I want to? Do I want to put in the time and, and energy investment to do that? Is it worth it for me? Uh, or number two, am I ever going to have the expertise to do it? maybe not. And if that's the case, either one of those two, then, then I find a downstream partner for that particular thing. So yeah. if I don't have the expertise or the desire, that's a downstream partner. Man, that's, that's powerful though. I, I, I like that. And some people have a hard time letting go of the steering wheel, but uh, there's a lot more money to be made you know, by leveraging other people's products instead of just developing. Oh, for sure. So let, we say that all the time as well, real quick, we collaborate over compete, right? And that's one of the big reasons when I talk about like the 3% of those 30 million companies that are making a million plus, they're more in an abundance mindset. They're looking to collaborate. Most of the companies that are making you know, a million or less, that other 97%, they're still in a little bit of a survival mentality. And that survival mentality lends itself to compete. What are other people doing? How do I compete? How do I beat? Versus how do we integrate? And that's where the money really starts to get made. When you look at the big companies like uh, Red Bull and GoPro, or Starbucks and Target and Barnes and Noble, or you look at Chevy and Disney, like all the big Fortune 500 companies, they collaborate. Even Coke and Pepsi have some collaborations that people aren't even aware of behind the scenes um, that are making both of those companies a lot of money, more than a lot of their front-end marketing efforts. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny because oftentimes I'll see these collaborations happening in a, in a conflict environment and people think it's a true conflict, but it's just a marketing campaign. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. And you see them every day. I mean, yeah. these the, the biggest companies in the world, every single day, you see some type of strategic partnership that most people aren't even aware of. I want to dive into a, a crazy world now, okay? And it might not apply to you, but I think that you've got some skills here that you could help with people sourcing new podcast shows to get onto. So I'll give you a scenario, okay? Because like our whales in our business that so we're always looking to get, Tim Ferriss being one of those guys, we'd love to be on Tim Ferriss' mm -hmm. show, who wouldn't want to be? Joe Rogan as another example, if like, you know, you're a fan of Rogan, what's, what would be your approach? We're dropping you into a new company tomorrow. Okay. Like no one sure. knows your background yet, but you've got these special set of skills only you have. How are you going about making a plan to get on the, the, the person who's like, you know, behind the company, not yourself, but someone else that, you know, like the leader of this company, how are you getting them onto this show? What's your strategy? Yeah, it's a, that's a really good question. So what immediately comes to mind is, number one, I would need to research the types of guests that they're having on those podcasts. You know, obviously with Joe Rogan, he's looking for things that are a little bit counterculture, that are against the grain, that are unique and, you know, very oftentimes controversial. 
And so number one, I'm going to look at what is the type of guest that that person has. Um, and then once I figure that out, I'm going to start looking at what other types of podcasts are doing that. Uh, the other thing I would probably start doing is going down, what does Rogan have like 1500, maybe more than 2000 episodes. So I'm going to go down that list and start looking at all of the people that guested on that podcast. I'm going to see how many of them have podcasts themselves that are somewhat of a fit to what I do. And then once I start landing, you know, a little outreach campaign and you can land at least a few of those. And then from that point, you can get referred on up the chain. And that's usually what we do as well with our strategic partners. Like if we have a big partner that we want to land, we start to look at other companies that have either partnered with that person or are, are in a position to introduce us to that person. And we start looking for partnership opportunities there first and then getting referred up the chain. Um, but again, it starts with the research, right? Like if you aren't the type of guest that that particular podcaster has on their show, let's say it's Tim Ferriss and you, and you don't do anything with personal development or emotional intelligence or business. I'm like, I don't know, I'm a school teacher podcast that isn't doing anything out of the ordinary. I'm probably not going to have a shot on that podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and, and I like the couple degrees of separation when it comes to finding, you know, ways to get on the shows, uh, researching who's been on the show, who can refer you to the show, but just connect you in a natural, organic way as opposed to just knocking on the door, because like you said, unless you have the story or the perfect fit, it's gonna be hard to get on that show direct. Um, so sure. appreciate you sharing that. I'm always interested in hearing other people's things. You and I are very similar in our strategies. I think that that's why like, we hit it off initially on our first call. So uh, that's that's really interesting. And we're still, by the way, hint, hint, Tim Ferriss and Rogan. We're still looking to get that. <laughs> right. Yeah, theoretically that should work, but in practice, I'm always surprised. Well, There's always a couple little tweaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took us a long time to get on some shows. It took like three years, but it was just a matter of follow-up. So it was like every single year, you know, on the calendar, it's follow-up with this guy again, even if we said no to us three years in a row <laughs> and eventually yeah. broke through the mold. I, I want to get into a, kind of a, a separate topic, but it's still integrated with what, what we're doing, which is tracking of sales and attribution. And specifically, what I'm really interested in, especially when it comes to setting up new JVs with other people and other affiliates and really leveraging the people that know, like, and trust me today. Okay, so we're talking like second tier affiliates now. And for those of you who don't know, Chad, maybe you can walk us through what a second tier or tier two really is for people and how it's so powerful. And then I want to talk about exactly like how we can set that up with um, something you've been working at for a long time now. Yeah, well, and let me make sure that I'm speaking the same language as you and talking about the same thing. Are you talking about a tier two affiliate being somebody like an affiliate who was referred to me by another affiliate? Or is this yeah. a second level where the affiliate that I'm currently working with is making commissions off of other clients that they're sending? Because there's kind of two ways that we go about this. You know, there's more of like the tiered commission process where it's like, hey, you refer me somebody and you make X commission. And then if that person refers me somebody, you make X commission. Uh, but then we also, with our strategic partners and JVs and affiliates, we have some referral programs that are similar, where if I have a really great partner, I let them know, hey, this is what you're going to get when you refer me clients. But if you refer me another partner like you, you're going to get a piece of every one of theirs as well. And that's what this looks like. So yeah. which one of those is that that you're referring to? I guess both. I mean, they're both great models, right? Um, you yeah. know, I don't know if you have one you'd recommend over another, but I think they're all circumstantial in a way that if I, if I have a big Rolodex of people that can refer me more people, I want to give them as much incentive as possible to refer me those new partners and friends that they already know that you know, would be willing to pick up the phone because they got introed from a friendly, warm intro. So yeah, let's, let's talk about those ones, I think. So the people that are making the commissions off of people that are referring to your business to sign up as an affiliate. Yeah. So that, I think that that one's really powerful. That's one of the things that we also help our clients with is, you know, there's not really like a specific 
cookie cutter approach to setting up those commission structures because it's going to depend so much on each individual business and how their business is structured and what their profit margins are. And there's so many, you know, whether they have a recurring offer or it's a one-time offer. So there's lots of little things there, whether that's, whether or not that's even possible for a business, but if it is possible for a business, then it's incredibly powerful because getting those five-star partners, we like to call them, it's it's not as easy as people think it's going to be, right? Like sometimes you fall into it. Sometimes you're like a really you know strategic around it because you've identified them and then you work your way up there. But the easiest way to grow your affiliate or JV or partner list is by getting them to introduce you to other people who are doing it kind of exactly what they're doing or something slightly different, but they know it's not what you're doing. Um, so an example for this is we've got a partner who referred us over a million dollars in business last year, just the one partner. And we were like, man, he knows like probably 20 other people that could be awesome partners just like that. Like if we could get 20 other partners like that, we'd be in a pretty good spot as a coaching company, right? So we just created a simple one tier program for him where we were like, hey, listen, you get X percentage of every sale. Uh, but if you refer us to another partner and you know we know that you've got a lot that you know, if they partner with us as well, we're going to hook them up with the same percentages, but then you're going to get a, a back in 5% on everything that we get from them as well. You know, So he, same week, introduced us to 15 of them. And so it was like, you know, warm introductions to every single one of them to start creating those partnerships. So that's an example of a really simple easy way to quickly expand the amount of really good partners that you have a simple door opener you know with with a current partner yeah and that's incredible um and i've, I've used this in the past and i want to talk about the, the elephant in the room for me when it comes to these type of tier twos i don't know if you have other elephants in your room but the one i've got is like i don't want it to be sleazy i don't want them to think that i'm selling them on something when it comes to like hey you should sign up for this program because then they know you're kind of getting a, a kickback on that or something. And some people are cool with that. Some people aren't. Um, so I want to know, you know, there's the other elephant in the room is, am I going to get paid for this? Like, I just referred you a bunch of business and you're saying you're going to pay me, but I don't really know, you know, like there's a certain trust factor that has to be there. But what I'm getting yes. at is the attribution and tracking. And it's kind of leading to the segue of like, you know, lead path. <laughs> yeah. Talked about already. But what are other objections you've seen from doing these deals and ways do you kind of solve that? Well, yeah. So there's a couple of things going on here. So the big one that I think that you're hitting at is transparency. Right. Um, without transparency, these partnerships will, will fizzle 100%. And I've seen amazing partnerships die because somebody was tracking on a spreadsheet and they, they missed, you know, line 17, column B. And then the person was like, how much more have you missed? And relationships dead, right? So um, having a way to easily track and attribute leads and sales back to specific partners is one big piece. Number one, because it's just tedious. Like once you start doing this, um, if you're tracking on a spreadsheet and you're actually taking this seriously and getting partners and they're sending leads, you're going to have to hire like a full-time person just to try and track all the leads that are coming in and then be able to treat, keep track of, you know, did they pay? And let's say I'm a high ticket uh, coaching company and I charge 5,000, but I'm doing an internal financing plans because I don't have third-party financing. So now they're doing like monthly payments. And now I have to either pay the entire thing up front, hoping that they're going to make all 12 monthly payments or, or uh, every single month they make a payment, I have to track that and pay that little percentage. Like it gets overwhelming once you actually get into it. So that's the first problem you got to solve is how do you track and attribute and pay out easily? without having to do this like on on pen and paper spreadsheets. And then the second part of that is you see the spreadsheets, your partners don't. They don't necessarily know what's going on. And so, you know, and most people aren't 
you know, hitting up their partners every week saying, hey, these 15 leads that you sent me last week, here's where we're at with every single one of these leads. And here's what's going on. And, you know, they, they just don't because they're not tracking it themselves. And if they are, they don't have time to give the updates. So having a simple way for a partner to easily log into, let's say, the, the same platform that you're tracking and, and doing all the attribution and payouts on and being able to see every single lead that's come in from them and where they're at in the process and, you know, whether or not they've closed brings a massive amount of transparency to the high ticket affiliate space. Now we, we know like in the low ticket with e-com, when you're selling from a from a checkout page, it's a little bit easier to do that. There's some low ticket softwares that can track and attribute that pretty easily. But when you start moving into the partnership world and you're not just e-com anymore, but maybe you have partners that you're referring your products to uh, or your clients to that have higher ticket programs, now all of a sudden, a lot of those people are they're selling from sales calls, they're selling through email, they're selling through text, they're selling from state. Like, it's not just a sales page anymore, a checkout page. And so, having a software or a, a process to track all of that easily and quickly is massive. It is, and transparency. I think that's the word that that nailed it. Really, I've I've done so many affiliate contests where you're like have leaderboards as an example. When people see that. It's like a competitiveness comes in, but also there's dopamine hits being happening when you see those sales coming in daily. If you're logging into your dashboard and you can actually see, oh, okay, I did this intro, here's where I'm at with that. And I, I like the idea because I, I looked at the demo and I, I want you to kind of walk us through lead path, which is incredible. I watched the demo this morning for the first time, even though it was sent like two weeks ago, <laughs> maybe behind <laughs> on my stuff. But I was like, oh, this is great because you could actually go back and retroactively attribute back to a sale. So if a personal sure. sales call made something, but it, it slipped through the cracks, you can go and you can push that up to the actual software and it would attribute to whoever you want based on the setup that you have. So anyways, but beyond that though, it really, um, it solved a lot of issues and bottlenecks that we talked about today, but just walk us through lead path, how you got, what it is, how you got to it and where you're going with it and what you're trying to solve. Yeah. So context was, was we built it for that exact reason. You know, we deal with a lot of uh, high-end partnerships and referrals and it just got incredibly tedious and we, were, we got tired of trying to duct tape together different types of referral softwares and tracking softwares to try and you know make a solution work that was not really ever right for us being in the high, kind of the high ticket world and, and, or crossing over a lot of time into like lower ticket, but higher volume. But there's like a mixture of, of high ticket, low ticket, like it just got really difficult. So we built a software to track that. And so we were like, okay, well, let's build essentially a, a referral JV affiliate, you know, tracking software that not only tracks and attributes back to the original lead source, no matter how the lead comes in, whether it be a sales call, whether it be a text intro, whether it be an email, no matter, like they don't have to buy, buy from a sales page, you know, and, and track that, you know, pixel that back to them. Uh, so we built that. And we were like, wow, this is really great. This is going to solve a lot of problems for us. Uh, but then the next kind of thing that came up was like, well, we do more than just strategic partnerships. You know, yeah. we do ads and we do uh, social media and we do events and we do all different types of things. What if we could track the original source of every single lead in, inside of our business, no matter where it came from, and then attribute any future sales right back to that original source in real time? And then keep track of that over the lifetime value of that client, whether they referred us new business, whether they renewed or repeat purchased every single time it reattributed back to that original platform. So we could actually have real optics on the profitability of every lead source inside of our business. And so that's essentially what this is and what it is uh, turning out to be. So right now it accurately tracks and attributes and lets you one push payout, uh, strategic partnerships or affiliates, JVs, if you will. 
and then here shortly, and it also does social media tracking. So no matter what platform you are, you know, advertising on or, or you know, doing your stuff on, it can track and attribute sales back to those platforms. So you actually know the profitability of each individual platform uh, over time. And pretty soon it's going to be able to do the same thing for by the end of October, I believe, for all paid advertising, uh, as well as live events, as well as podcasts. So you can actually track the profitability of guests uh, that you have on your podcast. Or if you're on a guesting campaign, you can track the profitability of each individual podcast uh, and you could track that through referrals as well. So like maybe I didn't make any money on this podcast, but this podcast got me into this podcast. And then on this podcast, I made a lot of money. So you're really able to see what's, you know, at a high level, what's happening inside your business, which is what we really wanted to get to. And then you can also use it to track sales commissions. That's one of the big problems that a lot of high ticket companies have as well is who got what commission for what deal. And so since all of this stuff is happening inside LeadPath, uh, a lot of companies are going to use it to track uh, their sales teams as well and be able to one push pay out their sales teams uh, with accurate tracking. That's yeah, that's it's amazing. And I know you guys are just on the beginning of the journey and you have so many new roadmaps coming out based on new feature requests. Did I hear you correctly? Do you say like lifetime attribution? So if somebody is getting paid on a comp model for a subscription, like you can actually go back and say five years ago, you got John Smith and he's still our customer of ours. I'm still going to pay you tomorrow because we can attribute that back to you now. 100%. Yeah. And that that's the that's the biggest like, well, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from that too is just, that's an attractive feature in, in, in a, any software. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm super excited to become like a full-time user of it and see all the new features that come out. What's your invitation to people listening to the podcast today? Uh, people that are looking to leverage your skills, your, your team's skills, where can they go to find out more about you? Yeah. So um, if you want to go to the show links, I'll give your team uh, uh, an actual link to you know, a quick 15 minute calendar where we'll let them know whether or not strategic partnerships might be a great fit for them. And we'll hook them up with a $3,000 course for free. So we're just going to give all of our content to them if they want it, regardless of whether we ever work together or not. So you can check that out and I'll make sure that that link is there for you. And then on top of that, anybody who is interested in LeadPath, uh, you know, LeadPath is, go. you know, most Fortune 500 companies spend millions and millions of dollars building their own custom softwares to track these types of metrics. And so, the reason for LeadPath is we wanted every business owner, especially the 97% making less than seven figures, to be able to have the same optics on their business and the same decision-making power as these Fortune 500 companies do. And so LeadPath is going to give every business owner that opportunity. And it's one of those things where other softwares that don't do nearly as much, but are similar, are charging 500, 1,000, 10,000 plus a month for that. Uh, each one of your users is going to get grandfathered in our wholesale pricing as well with that $97 payment plan. So it's one of those things where if they want that, then for 97 bucks, man, you got the same optics on your business as Target or Walmart or anybody else. Yeah, that, that's insane. Like great, great values there too. And we're going to put all the things down in the show links and we'll have all the hookups for you guys. Yeah. yeah Ooh, the other thing I forgot to mention about that it's going to have a bunch of like ROI trackers in there too. So not only are you going to see where everything's happening, but you can actually set it up to where it'll track every single penny that you spend on any marketing platform. And then it will also give you your return based on what you've spent on it. Uh, so you can see at a glance, which initiatives are making you the highest ROI. So you can quickly and easily put more into that specific initiative versus maybe other ones that you thought were more profitable. Mm. I like that one too. Uh, and again, a lot of this I've, I've done manually and it's a pain in the butt, right? If you're cheap, yeah, it's, all the, time it's doing the worst. It. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of time consuming things that I don't want to be doing. So 
That's that's awesome, man. And great bonuses too. So uh, I'm excited to see all that on the other side. Uh, that's like the the business side. I want to now shift into a bit more of the uh, informal side and get to know Chad a bit more. Are you open to that? Yeah, sure. Let's let's do it. All right. Before we do, I always ask everyone on the show, partner up profits power move. Okay. So this is something like a networking uh, tactic that you've used to get your foot in the door, the email answered, something that's been unique to get you noticed, or maybe somebody did something for you that was like, wow, that was amazing. You can't say a loom video and you can't say a handwritten postcard though, but anything else that comes to mind. And Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to speak from experience because I'm sure there's a lot of way more effective ways to do it. But one of the things that's been really good for me is actually whoever it is that I'm wanting to work with actually purchasing their, their pro like purchasing their stuff. So yeah. I become a client and then I offer them my services for free. Once I become a client and there's some level of trust and reciprocity built in there. And then oftentimes those people become amazing strategic partners. And so a good example of that would be like, let's say Rudy Moore, who is with Moore Capital, uh, one of the top five Facebook ads experts in the world. Uh, I dropped a pretty penny to join his mastermind. Once I had my foot in the door, presented my offer, built his entire system out for free, and now he's one of my top strategic partners. So the amount of income and revenue that we've made through him uh, dwarfs what I initially paid him. But that's one of the fastest ways for me. That's a good one too. And it speaks to your confidence level and your abilities. Because if you walked in and you're like, oh, I'll do it all for free, and then you get no results, it doesn't really speak for itself. So that's a unique one though. And it's like joining masterminds too, right? It's like the high ticket price you're paying is going to be an investment over time in that relationship. Well, and the, the big piece is, even if you, even if I were to go up to him and say I was going to do it for free, like he wouldn't know me from Adam. Like he would have never given me the time of the day or even responded to my request. So had I sent him a Loom video or he, like... The dude doesn't even look at anything. The, his team does everything. So the only way to get my foot in the door with somebody like that was to take that type of a step. And so I think that people miss that opportunity because they're afraid to spend money to get their dream opportunity. And sometimes you have to become a client to get a client. I like that one. That's a good one. The next is a quick fire round. We can usually crush this in five minutes. It's top 10 questions. And we're going to start with favorite food. Uh, hamburgers. And so best memory. March Madness with my son. We I take him out of school every single March. He gets two days off and we just will watch all the games. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> it's like a holiday. It's like better than Christmas for us. If you had another go around the sun or like you know, a new story to write for your life, what would it be in 30 seconds or less? Uh, I would have got into business 20 years ago when I was in my 20s and I would have started with software as a service and not spent so much time trading time for money. I like that, the SaaS way. What's the best productivity hack you've ever implemented in your business? Uh, night routine. Night routine. Okay. What's Everybody talks about the morning routine, but that but that night routine has me ready to go the next day. Okay. What's your what's your number one secret tip of your night routine? Uh, plan tomorrow today. Good one. Now, listen, this is a trick question. You probably don't re want to retire, but uh, in your retirement years, also in the later traditional retirement time, what are you doing with your time at that point? Uh, business with my kids. I honestly like, I've always loved the idea of flipping houses with my son, but then once I got into business, I was like, well, let's flip businesses. Let's start businesses together. So I think uh, from my retirement years, angel investor for my kids and family. Oh man, I like that a lot. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shelf that one for myself too. I just think of like I want to keep spending more time with my kids, and that'd be a great way to do it. Yeah, I mean, you can still do all the travel and all the other things, but what's better than you know brainstorming and actually you know getting that those creative juices going with your kids on things that they're passionate about? Oh man, that that's a whole other podcast episode for us. We can dive into uh, what book changed your life. Obstacle is the way. By the way, I'm compiling a library of all these books. So it's literally just for my personal selfish reason that I'm asking these questions. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good, good. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for? 
that has changed a lot over the years. That's uh, that's changing currently. But honestly, I don't necessarily firmly believe people are going to remember me. So aside from my immediate family, when it's all said and done, so I'm going to say the the present time that I had with them, like that. There's there's one thing, something to be said for for time. There's something to be said for present time. Yeah, I know that more now being a parent than ever before. And especially with all the digital stuff coming out, it's harder to stay present in these moments. What's one skill that you're teaching your kids or just something you recommend everyone develop as early in life as possible to have maximum impact? Yeah, so resourcefulness. I would say resourcefulness, the, the adapt or die is kind of the motto. And so I think too many people get stuck in one way and that way it works until it doesn't. And they aren't good at adapting and, and getting resourceful and figuring out the, the next step. Yeah. I tend to agree with that one too. And and that's a big one for me because the only thing that is constant in our universe is change. Literally it. There's nothing, there's nothing that doesn't change other than that itself. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with you, just agree with you. But honestly, that's like my number one thing too, that I think of is like, everything's always changing. That's the only thing you can rely on. That's the only consistent thing of life. So just get used to that and keep rolling with it. What are are we celebrating? What's going on that you want to just, you know, celebrate in 365 days from now? Oh man, we're about ready to go live with LeadPath to the general public. So to this point, it's only been with close friends, close partners, people that we want to get it in front of that have big audiences, but we're we're about ready to go live with it. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Awesome, man. We'll get the champagne bottle ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, what's one bucket list thing that you haven't done that you want to do next? Dude, I've done a bunch of bucket list things. I would say we're, we're excited about traveling more as a family. So now that, you know, wife and I both work from a laptop and we have a lot more time, just being able to up and travel and, and get the kids around you know other cultures and and ways of life we're excited about that that's awesome yeah by the way i have a trip to share with you after but yeah definitely recommend travel with the kids and uh, man i'm excited for everything coming for you lead path sounds amazing i've already demoed it love it revenue pros amazing course uh and yeah i really enjoyed the strategies you've given today so thank you for coming on the show today yeah dude i appreciate it thanks for having me all right everyone check out the show notes below check out what chad's got going on lead path and revenue pros and everything else that's coming out until next time we'll see you on the next one Take care. All right, just before you go, make sure to visit partnerupprofits.com. Sign up to the weekly newsletter to get the latest trends and updates on partnership marketing strategies that include affiliates and influencers. I promise it won't be boring, it'll be worth it, and you'll get notified when new episodes go live, and you'll also get instant access to any new tools that I build and add to the Partner Up Profits collection. Be sure to check it out often as I'm adding new things all the time. Go to partnerupprofits.com today. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerupprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.